Welcome back to the world of investing. So today I kind of want to talk about something I've been looking into recently. That's um, day trading. Obviously, like I've said before, how I am investing long term. Uh, I've said that's really important because it's it's less risky and it's pretty guaranteed that, or over history, it's been guaranteed that you will make a return if you successfully diversify your portfolio and complete all the steps to minimize risk. Um, but today I just want to briefly look into day trading. Um, as I said, because I've seen a lot of information about it and I feel like it's pretty popular among, I guess like my demographic, my, my age range. Um, there's also a lot of, I've seen like misinformation like on social media and stuff with how to actually day trade and so I feel like it's important just to to talk about the risk behind it and like how it's portrayed in the media so to start I guess I want to say that firstly there is a, a lot of risk into it even the people who who basically it's their job to day trade you can you see them losing a lot of money um, due to that risk um, and most of the time I mean most of the time for me at least I see these people making a lot of money so that's a little bit where like in social media like TikTok for example you see all these people like making major day trades bringing in the money but you don't see behind the scenes and the losses they go through so there's a lot of risk with it um, also associated with day trading uh, I commonly see like these patterns um, of stocks, like like mountaintops, for example, and just these like different patterns that, when you're looking at the chart in stocks, that it actually makes. And people say like, "Oh, this is good. This is this is how it's supposed to look. You'll make money off this." And that's simply not true. Like a pattern in the chart does not mean or not. I mean, the trends trends are different. I'm gonna get into that in a little bit, but like a shape in a chart. Um, like a, like a mountaintop and everything like that. It's not. It doesn't point towards the, the fact that you're gonna make money. That's not. That's simply not true. And there are also a lot of a lot of programs, and you can join discords, for example, where people basically say that you're gonna make money off this, looking at these type of shapes, and you're guaranteed to make money. But that's once again just not true. And you have to actually like research day trading and look into the risk behind it before you actually make a decision to get into it. And I I really don't recommend it due to the high risk, but if you do want to get into it, um, personally it's it's kind of like piqued my interest a little bit. Obviously I do more long-term trades, like I said, but I just wanted to, because I know there's that day trading aspect that so many people discuss and talk about, and I just want to look into it and see a little bit behind it and how these professionals actually go about doing day trading. So to start off, I'm going to get into the very basics and I'm only going to really discuss the very basics because obviously it's it's kind of new to me and I haven't been researching for that long, but I guess I just want to display my understanding and show what I've learned. Um, yeah, so to start off, I guess I'm going to be talking about Candles, um, candles, 
are basically the thing that you see in the, the stock chart. There are different settings for charts. I know my uh, my brokerage account, it's uh, it shows like a line chart, so you have to switch it to candle chart. But basically there are two different types of candles in the basics. Well, not types, but there's up candles, down candles. Up candles, um, my, the site I use, these are kind of displayed as green. So they're green candles. They look exactly like a candle. They have a wick. And so how they work basically, like the solid candle, the green ones, they open at the bottom and they close at the very top. And the wick, the little line that's either above them or below them, that is basically where the market has gone in a certain time interval. And this candle basically represents a certain time interval. But it's important to recognize that these wicks is not where the, the market is closing at this time. The closure point is the solid the solid candle. Opens at the bottom, closes at the top. And that's very important to know. And with the, the down candles, the red candles, it's basically the opposite. So the closure point is at the bottom and the open point is at the top. When you're reading a chart, basically what you're looking for is highs and lows. So what makes a high? Basically, a high can be made just simply out of two candles, um, an up candle and then a down candle, so green and red on the chart. And uh, a down would just be a, or a low point, sorry, would be a red candle and a green candle. And when you're looking at the charts, um, if you want to analyze them, basically to see that where they will go, it's obviously not definite, but you want to look for, for trends, basically. So if there's a trend of ups, so higher ups and higher lows every time, that means that um, the stock is increasing in value during this time interval. And once the trend breaks, um, that means there are no longer higher highs and higher lows. If you're talking about an uptrend, then there will be a closure point below the, um, there will be a trend break basically. And that means that there are no, like I said, no longer higher highs and higher lows. And when you want to see a break in trend, you're not looking at the previous highs and previous lows. You're only looking at the one before the trend break, if that makes sense. So if there's um, an increasing value and then suddenly, it's pretty simple, suddenly the, the value decreases or it becomes stagnant and the trend is broken. And the same, same applies for if the stock is decreasing, the trend breaks, starts to increase, simply like that. But the market is very unpredictable and there's obviously no guarantee of like how this trend will continue, how long it will continue for, when it will break, and that's what makes day trading so hard and why it's very risky. And typically with day trading, you want to trade a, like an overall index like S&P um, because I guess that kind of minimizes the risk a little bit um, just because it's less unpredictable. But with day trading, there are many factors that play play into the the stock. So, for example, news. News is very big. If there's a lot of news going on, um, I like to use Forex Factory. It's really kind of simple. It it displays like um, these red folders, these green or these sorry red folders, orange fo orange folders, and yellow folders, and Obviously, red is the most impactful, and you basically just want to see like 
if there's a lot of red folders because that kind of signifies that the market is going to be all over the place. Um, at the same time, you can watch the market and see like exactly how unpredictable it's being, and that kind of indicates if you want to get into the market or not. But news is one factor that obviously plays a role. Um, the other factor, I guess, would be like where exactly the stock wants to go, where the banks want to, to push these stocks to. For example, there's something called an order block. So say a stock is, I guess, increasing, um, an increasing trend, it suddenly breaks trend, goes to decreasing. Um, this little trend increase and decrease, where it goes up and down, that can be called a liquidity liquidity break. Um, after it breaks, breaks liquidity, sorry, there's this range um, called an order block. And opposite from what I was saying, um, if it's going, the stock's going down, it increases up. You want to go to the low point before um, the trend was broken. And you basically want to mark off that candle. Um, and that's kind of the order break. So that's where the, the orders were filled. And say it's decreasing, increasing. It goes above the order break, comes back down into the, uh, into the order region. Um, the reason behind that is because that's where the banks recognize. That's where orders were filled. And so when they pushed it back down to that point, they recognize that orders can be filled and that's their overall goal. So like in day trading, you can see that there's a decrease, a break of liquidity with the increase, stock goes above the order block, comes back down to that region and then suddenly like swoops up, for example. And that kind of, I mean, it, it can fake a lot of people out and they can lose a lot of money off that. So once again, that's, I guess, another factor like where the banks want to push, um, when looking at a chart, you could see points of, of previous highs or like prominent highs and prominent lows. You can mark those off because it's likely that prices are either going to push back up to those highs, those prominent highs, or those prominent lows. It's all about thinking where does the, the stock want to go. And that's why day trading is very difficult. So for that's really all I wanted to cover. I know it was very basic. I didn't really get into a lot and maybe questions. So if you have any questions, you can, you can leave a comment. Um, like I said, I'm just kind of finding out about it, and I guess from all this, I wanted to to introduce you guys to day trading and basically explain what it is, how it works. Um, and to summarize, it's pretty complex or very complex. There's no really telling where the market will go in a day, um, or there's no telling every single move the stock makes. That's very hard, but uh, just when looking at the risk involved in day trading is very high. So if you ever get involved in it, just make sure you know that and are aware. Um, obviously, I advise you invest in long term. Because um, risk is minimized. Those ownership stocks I previously talked about. Um, diversifying your portfolio is very important. Uh, I think that's going to be all for this episode. Thanks for listening.